What's up? What's up? This is the Rawway Show podcast with Rawway and Paul Clark. Got a special guest in the house, a good friend. We go back a long time, and uh, this guy just keeps on and reinventing himself. You know what I'm saying? I met the nigga on some music shit, right? And uh, we've been cool ever since. So give it up for my guy, your own native to this shit. Buckeye nigga, Ohio State, Buckeye, just like the rest of us. Right. Comedian, Jay Wiley. My man. I will say clap, 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 but we don't clap. We just, sometimes <laughs> we do. But I'm going to show you love, my guy. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, we appreciate you being here, man. It was It's, it's another Sunday. I, every time we, every time we, uh, we get in here and do the podcast, for some reason, it's a gloomy fucking day for the last two months. Is it? It's been a gloomy day. Whether we just switched up, switching, um, shooting on different days, and it's still no matter fucking what day it is, it's a gloomy day. So, but the Bengals won the day. Today was a beautiful this? day, bro. Bengals won the day. You broke. You woke up. I woke up. Yeah, it's he beautiful. woke up. He woke up. We gonna toast. You said the Bengals won. The Bengals won. Hey, the Browns won Thursday. So, so we, shit. We, we, we How about that? Ohio in the building. Right, right. We long. Buckeyes won. Buckeyes won too. Buckeyes. Oh, everybody done won from this bitch. So that's dope. Bengals ain't winning shit. They play the fucking Jets. Stop hating. I'm trying to tell you, man. Yeah. The well, Jets beat the Browns last week. That's because the Browns did dumb shit. They was celebrating all. Fuck that. Yeah. That was morale. That's a game for morale. <laughs> I can't even say, okay. Right. Right. If y'all had lost, y'all have felt worse. We'd have felt worse. Now they feel like they can beat anybody right now. I can't even give it up to them for protecting Joe Burrows because it's the Jets. I told you. I was just celebrating. I tried to tell you that. They lost them games, but they had good stats of them games. Now, Man. if they would have, now if they, they just got their ass kicked, just stuff. ran up and down the field, Bengals. They did last two games. They didn't get, no, they didn't that, get done dirty. Defense kept them in that game. They did not. I'm just saying they had good stats. Dude was throwing the ball pretty good. They just lost. He got more losing. sacks than completions, basically. I mean, he didn't, I mean, they didn't even protect him at all. Like he, I feel bad for him. <laughs> but that's what's up. Man, we're gonna jump right into it because uh, this is an exciting night. We call I've always called you J Dub. I know that's one of your names and Jay Wiley. What are we going by tonight? I'm Jay Wiley, man. When I first started off in the comedy game, I was uh, Mr. Rose School. Right. 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 The only right, reason right. I called myself I didn't call, I never gave myself that name. Um when I got in the game, all my little community of comedians started calling me old school. Okay. So I just took it and ran with it. I remember I seen the um why would they call you? Yeah, the logo with the uh, the glasses and the beard. That shit was dope. Right. They was calling me old school because I'm older than all them niggas. You know what I'm saying? They in their 30s and shit. I'm 48 years old. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. But you know, black don't crack. And <laughs> they didn't know I was old until I told them niggas I was old. You know what I'm saying? Then they started calling me old school. But what's funny is I look younger than them niggas. I dress better than them niggas. And I got more money than them niggas. <laughs> Talk that <laughs> no shit. No disrespect. but it's, it's okay. How many times I get out the car banging Luther? Right, right, right. <laughs> a computer love. You know what I'm saying? Five on it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but shit, so man, like I said, I remember fucking with you in the music and shit. What, what got you into doing comedy? Like, what, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't fathom that. Like, I'm bugged out. It's crazy, man. Um, comedy is actually the best thing that ever happened to me. I finally know what it means 
to do something that you love and get paid for something that you love. I always knew how to get money, have a nice house and cars and money in the bank, my bank account. But I didn't grow up knowing what I wanted to be. You know, a lot of people want to admit that, but I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to be. People grow up knowing they want to be a barber, they want to be a doctor, they want to be Were a barber. Were you always funny, though? I was always funny, but I wasn't ha-ha big funny. You know what I'm saying? I was just a funny nigga. You know, like I get high, I make people laugh. No, I take that back. I always was. I, no, you that right. was your superpower. Yeah, you I, didn't know it. I didn't know. This, you know what's funny? <coughs> God would put stuff in front of you, and you're supposed to recognize it. It took me years, bro. When I moved here, I've been, I'm from Cleveland, but I moved here in 2000. So I've been here 22 years. I've been going to Easton since 2005. And Easton got... um. The Funny Bone. Right. I've always been attracted to the Funny Bone. I've been going to the Funny Bone for the last twenty, uh, last 17 years. Just, I had to be in the front row. Jack Shepard used to be there when I first started going in 2005. Him and uh, Paul Strong had their show. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always had to be in the front row. I used to fuck with Jack all the time. Jack used to talk shit to me. I talked shit back to him. He didn't know who the fuck I was. And then I always watched TK Kirkland be coming here for the last 15 years. Yeah, yeah. I watched him for the last 15 years come here every day before Thanksgiving. Mm. The last three years, I've opened up for him at the Funny Bone. Mm. And what's crazy about that is the whole time I was coming to the Funny Bone watching, I go to the Funny Bone so much, before I, start, before I became a comedian, they would send me text messages. I get as far that. as those VIP, like, you can come in for free because they, they're yeah. trying to fill the seats up. I saw, I'm just giving an example of how much I used to come there. But then... Me being at the Funny Bone, I never thought. Like when I, I was the headliner last week, um, last Wednesday, That's murdered that shit. That's what's up. First time head on the Funny Bone. But me being on that stage, I never thought for years watching these people on stage, I'm going to be on that stage one day. I did not think loving TK Kirkland, seeing him every year for the last three years, or performing for him and open up for him the last three years, I'm going to open up for this dude one day. I was J-Dub King of the Club promotions back then. Ohio yeah. Hip Hop Award promoter. Niggas don't know. I got a, you know me. I got a different life yeah. before this shit. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I want promoter of the year, all type of shit. I never yeah. thought about doing this comedy shit. What was the deal breaker to say, you know what? I'm about to do that right now. Today or Monday. What was the deal breaker? I got married and I got bored. I was always in the club. You know me, I was in the club, not like nigga kicking. If I'm in the club, I'm getting money. I'm throwing shows and all that type of yeah, shit. Yeah, that shit but we once, was doing. But all once that. I got married, my life slowed down and I got bored. But I'm a character on Facebook. Everybody be on my posts. I talk shit. And everybody kept telling me for years, you funny as fuck. You need to be a comedian. I said, fuck it, I'm going to try it. And then my nigga Danger, one of the Ohio hip hop, Ohio kings of comedy, he um, asked me to be in one of his shows. I asked him, and he said, okay, I'm going to give you a shot. I bombed like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm scared That's of. That's all the good ones do. I bombed like a motherfucker. And then the second show, I bombed again. I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, if I, I had another show coming up. I said, well, you I bombed. write new shit, or you said you just no, say I write shit. I write all my shit. But the third show, Danger called me and said, before you do this show, bro, be the nigga you are on Facebook. Stop trying to be a comedian. I was trying to be something. That resonated with me. And when I went on stage, I was me. And I murdered that shit. And all comedians know, real comedians know, it's crack. We call it crack or cocaine. We chasing this. That third show, when they clap for me 
They went crazy. You want more of that? It's cocaine. We chase yeah. crack. You know they say crack can't hit that. They chasing that feeling the first time they ever hit it. Yeah. I'm chasing this feeling for the first show I ever had, bro. After I complete a show, the feeling that I get off a show is cocaine. It's how like, much time they give you? It, it depends on the show. Like the, the show I just did, I just did 20 minutes of straight fire. But that first one. Oh, my first show. They, man, my first show, Danger made a mistake, bro. Because it was my first show. That nigga gave me 15 minutes. When you a comedian, you probably get two, three minutes right. when you first start off. Man, my right. first show, he gave me 15 minutes. And I was up there bombing like a motherfucker. But that was also exercise, though. Like, what the... But, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because... Your exercise is every day. You know, when you're going to work and... But no, I'm just saying on, on, on being on the stage in front of the motherfuckers, the... the Right. That's that's like a that's fucking a open pop mic. quiz. Cause that like, time is slower when you on this. You know, when I got on stage, when, everything I practiced in my basement <laughs> went out the window because that was my first time just talking to the crowd. So Tiffany Haddish did that. You know, what I'm saying like when soon she get up there, it was just crickets, and she's like, "Damn!" And she apologized. You know, she bombed on New Year's Eve a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what's crazy? When, when, when us comedians saw her bomb, we didn't laugh. That shit happens. Yeah, it does. We actually fell for we fell for it and then said that could happen to us. So it made me step my when I saw Tiffany had his bomb, it made me step my shit up. Like that shit happened to her. Yeah. She was in front of like fifteen thousand people on yo, New Year's Eve. Yo, Richard Pryor, they shot it took him twice. Three three oh, times yeah. okay, yeah. to shoot Sunset Street. He kept fucking up. He was on coke. <laughs> he was bombing that he bombed the first night. Yeah. The whole shit. You know what I mean? That's why they, they came into the editing shit, taking bits and pieces of other shit, making the shit happen. When, when you do music sometimes, when we do music and shows, right there on stage, sometimes I would have to look at my hand to tell me what song is about to come up next because I'm going to figure it. And you, it's that drinking. And then, you know what I'm saying? When you sober, it's, it's on in that mirror. And then all of a sudden now, you're just like, okay, what, what the fuck was I supposed to say? Yeah, that's crazy. So, okay. How, so... Well, he asked, Paul Clark didn't ask you three questions that I was going to ask you. That's because so. I want to be a comedian, but it's that very first thing. Oh, Bring yeah. it out, because we was already talking about it. Bring it out. You want to be a comedian, bro? And, I, and the only thing I get from people is, you know, they got an amateur night at the Funny Bone. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you say, I go so many times that you get shit in emails letting you know that, you know, and once you go up there and they show it and they scan it and shit, you know what I'm saying? You got in there for nothing. You know, big shows is $20. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what happened to Sink? Was it Sink or Swim? Sink or swim? Yeah. <laughs> Psychologically. <laughs> Man, sink or swim was um me and my baby's mama record label. Okay. And we had it with this old dude named Papa Steph. Yeah. Right. Okay. And we <laughs> he brought up sink or swim. They don't know other sides of um Jay Wiley. Like yeah. I was I was J Dub King of the Club promotions. Hold up before J Dub King of the Club promotions, you was but remember when we linked up. The club, you you know, the shit wasn't really the the club thing. The promotions wasn't. Y'all was mainly doing the music shit. Well, y'all was oh, in yeah, the yeah. club spots too because we was right. doing some stuff with y'all. Yeah, when we first started off, me and my son's mom was um, and you will never really hear me say the word baby mama. I hate the word baby mama. But me right. and my son's mom was um, we we was she was a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I was right. her hype man. That's the funny right. part about it. You know what I'm saying? And then we met you. Let me, because I got people starting about to watch real quick. I'm on the radio. I'm on my podcast. My dude, Wrong Way. Big homie. What's your name, my big homie? Paul Clark. Paul Clark. And we got our producer over there. What's what going up, on, what big up, homie? Just to let y'all know what we're doing right now. But, um, what we saying, um, 
Yeah, sink or swim, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we started off at rappers, you know what I'm saying? And my baby mom, you know, she was beautiful, still is, you know, got the eyes and all that shit, at least right. a keys type look, you know. Uh, congratulations to her. She just got married to her girlfriend. Oh, and that's what's yeah, up. She, um, congratulations. Yeah, she just got back from her honeymoon the other day. Oh, uh, okay. Sweet. But uh, we had the we was rappers, and um, we got tired. Of, well, maybe getting to the game where I'm at right now. We was going to Wallabies open mic <laughs> downtown at the the oh, high yeah, five or some shit. That times. nigga old. Go and ahead. I, I, I was tired of going. We was tired of going last. You know what I'm saying? Because she was new. Yeah. And I watched Wallaby for like a year, bro. <laughs> and I was like, I'm about to do what the fuck Wallaby doing. What's up, Wallaby? The real? That's my nigga. I took Wallaby style. I took Wallaby game, bro. I copied this shit. I started throwing my own shows. I always give him credit on that shit. But after I throw my own show, I start representing my my baby mama as the headliner. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And that's what got me started in this city, um, sink or swim. So, what, what what made you? So what what killed sink or swim? Like what what stopped the label? What stopped that label was the old rich man, Papa Steph. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause remember our, our studio was like next door to. Right, him. right. That motherfucker. He um. We had that record label. He had money, bro. Mm. That nigga was a millionaire. Right, that nigga spent money, bro. But his old ass was a horn dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he wanted to fuck everybody. Yeah, he didn't realize, yeah. and he was sixty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like most horn dogs, right, right, <laughs> right. Old nigga with money. He fucked the game up because he thought with his dick. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We had talent. We had a nice record label. All that shit. And y'all's come and get them. Uh... D boy beats next door. Hey, y'all had hey, y'all had some beats, bro. Yeah. That's how we met on on the music scene. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When yeah. I when I saw Rawway and I saw you perform, I don't know if it's Scarlet or Gray or something like that, bro. You um, I was like, this nigga is Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he remind me of that, uh, some other shit. And I was I like, I, and I gravitate. I'm a Cleveland nigga, so I gravitated yeah. towards that. You know, what I what appreciate saying? that. I remember coming to your house one time, bro. Um. Y'all have food everywhere, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I, I, I walked to the house and felt like I, 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 I knew some shit. I knew you was in some shit. <laughs> Not that you was in some shit, but you was taking care Allegedly. of some shit. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly <laughs> taking care of some shit. So, but Got kids, man. Right, right, right. But you fed everybody, bro. You know what I'm right. saying? You yeah. fed the neighborhood that day. So, we but, appreciate that. That's right. But then, but, so. So, dude, past dude, the uh, morning nigga. I'm high. Go with me, bro. I'm drunk. I just thought about something. <laughs> well, go ahead. It's supposed to relax you and shit. Sometimes it goes too far. It goes the other way and shit. So, after that, what? so you start doing your own shit. So, when did it, how did the uh, the promo shit, like, when you start doing the promotions, like, how did that, like, just take over? Because I, I see you doing some shit. Like, I was, you know, because when you see a motherfucker, you know, doing something. Right. And you appreciate them being able to make moves. At least I do. Appreciate right, right, they used right. to be around us and doing shit. You know what I'm saying? And but but that's a tough game, promotion. Like, cause you don't it depends on the people showing up or not. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. How did you deal with that? I, was it any losses? You know what I mean? The big loss, big uh Payoffs, big, little big losses, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. How did you maintain so long? You know what I mean? Because y'all niggas was doing your shit. Man, what's crazy is 
when I be me being J Dub King of the Club Promotions, I won the Ohio Hip Hop Award Promoter of the Year. I was that only nigga back then, besides Wallaby. I had six or seven shows a week to can be for years to consistently do that. It's simple, bro. I had to have themes. I had to consistently have a nice ass flop. It's all about presentation. Like when a pimp put a hoe out on the street, you know what I'm saying? He got to dress her up. Yeah. I had to dress up those flyers, I had to dress up those rappers. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I always had a theme. I never had just the same shit every week. I had to give people a reason to want to come out. But is this, is this something that you have to be financially prepared for? You know what I'm saying? Because it would probably be hard to do that if you got a nine to five, nope. you know, second shift. I had a nine to five, man. It really came down to me. Um, Letting it go or? No, I kept my nine to five, but. The show's at nighttime. Yeah, I mean, some people they have a second shift job. Oh, yeah, I had a first. I, for me, it worked out perfect. I always had a first shift job. Mm-hmm. So uh, at nighttime, because of the traveling, I, got, you know? I had money in the daytime for my job and benefits. And I ate off of clubs like like dope boys. Like when I grew up in Cleveland, all my niggas was dope boys. I was the only nigga that that's, was a party dude. Promoters don't go to jail. Promoters mm-hmm. don't get arrested. All my niggas been to prison before. You know what I'm saying? I saw that shit. How they looked at dope. I looked at people. I looked at everybody's twenty dollars. <laughs> everybody the twenty dollar crack piece. <laughs> How can I get you to give me twenty dollars? Right. And if I can get two, three hundred people in the building at twenty dollars, yeah. Two or three times a week. Because I, I was gonna say that because you get the motherfuckers at work to come. I get, yes. That's did, a, that's a small, jo- oh, a small yes. little thing right there. My comedy show I had the Funny Bone last week. I have about 60 people from my job at $25 a piece. And listen to this. That's core audience, people. What do you think it'll take? That's core audience. That's the people that follow you from when you start and blow. And when y'all be looking at niggas that's older doing business and shit like that. And y'all think the young niggas. It's the people that you. It's a lane field now. So just on that note. What do you, what do you think that it'll take for you to get to that starving artist? You know what I'm saying? Part of it right there. Unfortunately, just- I cannot get to the starving artist. It's funny. I was talking to my nigga Jay Brock about this other day. We got a friend that's a starving artist, man. This nigga be out in the streets doing his thing. He ain't got no job. Nowhere to live sometimes. Sometimes. And- I, I can't do that. I can't have nowhere to live and all that shit. That's you in know a different saying? city. Or I, live, different I, got a, I got a five-bedroom house. You know what I'm saying? I got a big... I'm not bragging. I, I live good. And I, I can't be a starving artist. I'm too old to be a starving artist. Maybe unless if I was younger. You, unless you got a strong woman on your side. You know what I'm saying? I'll maintain this. Right, I right. know what you're doing out there in California or whatever. I ain't really seen you in three months or whatever like that. That's hard right. to find also. That, but what's crazy is I can, I can go that route if I wanted to. But I still got to make my own money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I, I started, I'm 48. I started at 43. So I got this, I'm five years in the game. If I'd have started at 20, I could be a starving artist. I ain't got yeah. no responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? I got responsibilities right now. So there's no way I can be a starving artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It just my thing is this. I just wanna um my my grand my whole goal. I got a cousin that's on cruise ships. He's been doing comedy for 20 years. Named Joe Wiley. This he 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 on cruise ships. Come out, he go, he be gone for like ninety days. Come back with twenty thousand, and he see the world. I just seen some shit like that. And he I see the world. Like That's that. my retirement plan. Like, 
Ain't no real retirement in America no more. I'm gonna be, be on fucking cruise ships with my lady traveling the fucking world, telling jokes. That's dope. Talking shit for a living. That's, that's, that's my goal. <laughs> Plus, I'm, and then next year, I pulled to have it this year, but a couple setbacks. But by, by, by next summer, I will have my own comedy club, the Black yeah. Sheep Comedy Club. I'm the Black Sheep of my family. That's gonna, that, y'all know what I'm doing. That's a black, I'm the Black Sheep of my family, and um, they about to feel what I'm about to do. That's dope. But I got a plan, bro. This comedy shit, the coolest shit that ever happened to me. And how social media is, it's so much easier than when, you know, Richard Pryor was back because so many people can see you, like, within a blink of an eye. You just got to come up. What it is that, it'd probably be nothing that you're really doing. It's funny, you know what I'm saying, to you, like, oh, this is just regular. But it's hilarious to the whole planet. And next year, you got 1.7 billion, you know what I'm saying, views and shit, like... Like, right now is a good time to be a comedian or any entertainer just because of the internet. You can be seen so quickly. <coughs> I, see, I, I, I see now, with the age I am, I know a lot of comedians that's my age have been doing it for years. They actually don't want to um, evolve. And they mad at what's happening. They feel like these young comedians is, is, is easier for them and blah, 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 you know. Cause they had to go to state to state, word by mouth. Now you can just post a video and a million of people can see you. Yeah. The old dudes don't respect that. And I'm an older cat, but I'm a young dude in comedy. So I look at it different than the older dudes. You gotta evolve. You, you gotta evolve. And that's the point I was making about uh, when I was saying about core audience. Like when you got that core audience, you, I'm sure I know for a fact it's more than 64 people from your job. But I'm just saying those people... They, you know, they be wanting to feel like they know you and shit. Like when you coming up and pushing your stuff out, the internet let them be able to know you. Let them get straight to you. Like who is this? It's a good time to be alive, man. Yeah, and like if you if you an entertainer and you not getting money, cause my new goal now going forward, like right now I sell tickets when I do shows at the Funny Bone. Don't get me wrong though, I got to a level where I throw my own shows at the Funny Bone. I get that door money. Right. A lot of comedians ain't done that. I've done that. But I don't want to be a ticket seller. I want to be where the funny bone call me and be like, we want you in for this amount of money. You know what I'm saying? So that's my goal next year. I got to get my internet pro. I, I would say with me at my age, I, am, I do act my age when it comes to the internet. Like I'm popular on Facebook, <laughs> but I have not really gotten to TikTok and all that shit. I need to get yeah, my... I, I need to get... Then I, I know, oh, yeah. Right. I know a couple comedians that's less funny than me, but they get more opportunity than me because on TikTok, they got 50,000 followers. Right. If so you I got fucking like me, like, I done pushed it twice. Why ain't they doing it? Right, 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 right. <laughs> but no, I, no, I'm one of them old niggas that know what the fuck going on, though. I'm savvy with my shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm savvy, but I ain't... Like, I be thinking I should be like... I should be on my shit all the time, but some time will go by during the day. Yeah, and I ain't yeah. fuck with that. But I gotta, I gotta get my internet <laughs> presence up for me to stop selling fucking tickets. Shit. So you manage your own self. Oh yeah, I manage myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, now, I, I, I don't know work. Ain't nobody gotta tell me. I got. I know, and I know how to talk too. You know what I'm saying? I know how to talk to people. So I would need a manager because if I'm doing this and I can't be there, somebody need to represent me because you're somewhere else doing something. Like you know what I'm saying? Like why? Like while you doing a show, you got somebody out there already working for you, doing your next show and the next show, the next show right there. Right. Tell me something once, that I didn't once, know. Once I get to that type of level, I need a manager. I will yeah. get one. Right now, I personally don't need one. I can do it myself and pay myself and, like not, and not have to word. give nobody a percentage, you know. I can book myself. I can send my e, uh, EPK off to other people, my videos and all that right now. 
No, but, but let's let's pray. I get to that level where I don't, where I need a match. Uh, you know what I'm here. saying? It's, we definitely because I'm gonna need somebody out there to like you know John Travolta shooting another movie out here, and it's on, it, the scene is only for 15 seconds. But they looking for a comedian, and then I got you booked. You know what I'm saying? I need somebody that's gonna do that because I'm never gonna find that out on my own and shit. You so, you, you but, but, a comedian, huh? How old are you, bro? Tell it, nigga. Fifty one. <laughs> Threw me off. Hey, 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 you know what's cool though? <laughs> The beauty of comedy, the beauty of comedy, there is no <laughs> age limit. We ain't it's athletes. Not, no. Our jumper not going to get short. Our ju- uh, we, the, one we, nigga, we, the one nigga with the red hair, he passed away now, but he ain't hit until he was like 50. John Witherspoon ain't really hit like that. Until Bernie, I mean, Bernie Mac didn't hit until he was 45. Mm. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? There's so many comedians that give me so much hope. My, my, my cousin, Joe Wiley, that's in Vegas right now. I got a show in Vegas next month because of him. Um, that do the cruise ships. Congratulations. This dude is 55. Again, he travels. Through, he does not have another job. He do cruise ships four times a year and come home with <laughs> bang. Can you imagine? But the, the, it's, what's funny is you keep saying shit that I was just talking to somebody about and I was watching some shit on TV where um, the chick, she was singing and that's what she do. She went to go live like at a resort. And what she do is sing. That's it. Like she the lounge singer, the night singer for the club and shit like that. And she got a crib at that motherfucker. She got you know me get to use all the spas and all that and and get paid at the same time. I know when you do start your your starving artist thing, it ain't gonna be just you. It's gonna be three guys and one girl. You know what I'm saying? Probably like that. You know what I'm saying? And y'all gonna be comedians. How many comedians do you know, actually, and you bond with? So you'll eventually be like, damn, it's always the five of us kicking it. You know what? Right. We should all, and then y'all all go together. Y'all sharing a one bedroom uh, hotel here. You know what I'm saying? So, so to make your money last a little longer and a little longer and shit. Right. And then the week will disappear until there's one strong one, and then you out there by yourself. As usually the story goes. Bro, it's a circuit of, it's a circuit you wanna get on. Where you just constantly booked throughout the United States. Yeah. That's another one. I got two goals. The cruise ships and getting on the circuit. Once you on a circuit, you pay. You know what I'm saying? TK Kirkland is 60 years old, bro. He don't no. look like it like no. a motherfucker, bro. But that's why I know when that's what I almost interrupted you and I didn't want to when you was talking about um the, the doing your own show shit. Like Using the same spot and still putting your own shit on. I heard him say some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you um, learned it or got it from me, but but being in the other promotions that you've already been in makes you think like that anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I heard him say that, and he was like, he been doing that since back in the day. Like, taking his own money, you know, and get with some of his homeboys right. or something and put money together on their own shows. And he was like, yeah, it'll be... Big names, and they don't even know. I, I wouldn't even tell them I'm on the um, ticket that I got enough money on the motherfucker. I just be part of the motherfucker, you know, and then sit back and watch that bread come in like that. So bro. I thought that was dope that she was like, I was like, then again, I'm a good mindset. Bro, exactly. When you in that promoter mind, bro, you, it's all about getting, putting a good product out there and just getting people in the building and get that money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the bottom line, people say don't talk about the money. It's about the money. And but is. I'm gonna give you a good product for your money. Yeah. I'm not gonna invite you to no bullshit. And with TK, I learned a lot from him. What made it cool about T- about TK the last three years? This is when I knew I was solidified and, and good at um what I was doing. 
TK basically told a motherfucker. TK is my friend on Facebook. That nigga made a post, bro, about me mm. after he seen me perform and said, I'm like the future. Blah, blah. And the funny part, bro, he thought I was a young nigga. He thought I was like 30 something. You know mm. what I'm saying? I was like, nigga, when, when we was talking after the, we was taking pictures and shit, he was like, man, you blah, 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 good young dude, blah. I said, bro, I'm 48. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he was like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? But he's 60. TK don't look right. 60. That nigga don't. He and I don't. told him, he got muscles and shit. I'm like, nigga, yeah. black don't crack. Some strong nigga shit. Black don't crack, bro. And what made me realize I had it that night, I opened up for TK three years in a row, bro. TK, after a show, he goes to the front where the entrance at to take pictures with people. And if you've been in the funny bone, there's a stage in there by the bar straight ahead when you come in. Right. People take pictures there too. Mm-hmm. I was there taking pictures for the first time, nigga, last year. TK had a line and I had a line. That's dope. And I'm on the I'm on the stage and I could see him. And it was slow motion, surreal. I'm like, damn, this nigga a star and got a line of people waiting to take a picture with him. That's crazy. And I had a line of people waiting for me. And I'll be honest, I like taking pictures with dudes more than females. Oh, Paul. Because no, no, Paul. When I, when, I, when I say I like taking a picture with dudes, the fact that if a nigga want to take a picture with me, he respect me. Yeah, real shit. Because I'm not a star yet. And then last Wednesday, it was dudes with a woman. Like, can you take a picture with my lady? Mm-hmm. I respect that, nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's said, dope. <laughs> so you gonna get to that point where you that comedian after you, the shows is over. You know, you know, they got their product, like get get your shirts and all that, all that right there. Oh, I got the uh, Mr. I don't like that shirt. I do all that oh, you shit. Do that? I already do that Merch. shit. I already do that shit. On that Merch. note. That's, ahead, the, that's where the money at. On that note, we're going to pay a bill right now. What it is. I got a taste for some greens. I want something different. I mean, some chicken from my famous kitchen when ain't no ingredients missing. Listen, I want a brisket. I like my cornbread this thick. Pick this up the thick. phone, come get this. Come they got the biggest this. sandwiches. Ha, ha, ha. Thank ha. you, Jesus. Is that, that macaroni, macaroni and cheese? Yup. Is that macaroni and cheese? Yup. Is that macaroni and cheese? Yup, 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 yup. Our yep. famous kitchen. Holler at us. We got you. Six one four five five six two one seven four. Hey man, I love Columbus, bro. <laughs> I was just at Bentley's, man. Where? And um, I was about to make a post about it, but I was too drunk. I was driving, I couldn't get my shit right, so I deleted it. But um, they treated me like a star there just now, bro. Like everybody in that bitch knew. You know what I'm saying? A couple people that my, a lot of people that my show. And there was niggas that was looking at me like, who the fuck is this old nigga? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> nigga, when you were just gone, but hold up, when you were just gone, I, you know, it kind of let me down a little bit. I was like, because I want to shine light on my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we Columbus niggas trying to do the same thing. Hey, we try. Hey. But also. But we go back. That's the beautiful thing. Like, we, I, like you one of them niggas. I put you in that cute nemesis Type my guy, that's my guy. Nigga, shout out to cute nemesis. Shout out to cute. We gonna definitely get that motherfucker through um baby mama type shit. Yeah, that's. I I said want to say baby mama, son's mother, stunner's mother. I know cute nemesis for fucking ever, bro. Bro, I love (laughs) cute. Hey, cute Jeezy too. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I know his lyrics didn't come on. That nigga, I know that nigga forever, bro. I that dimple nigga. I know that nigga forever. Cause I, I that's a good it. nigga. I don't think I have no bad <laughs> nothing he, about that nigga. That nigga Q made me smile. Q posted a picture today with him and uh, Hellraiser. Did he? Hellraiser. That's the like. piece Hellraiser, bro. Q, I'm gonna call you this week, bro. That's the piece Hellraiser. But so, um, shit. What, what 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 to you? What makes a good comedian? Comedy is subjective. You know, a lot of people. 
you gotta you let me tell you this real quick. Comedy is the hardest job in the world. Cause I gotta make you laugh and I don't know who the fuck you are. I gotta assume you think this funny. Why? You know. It's like it's a challenge. Every show. Like you know how niggas go to work and it's just the same shit. It's never the same shit. I gotta look at the crowd. And I don't wanna go first. I ain't no first type of comedian in the first place. You, you feel how MCs feel. Yes. I gotta I gotta look at that crowd. I gotta get a feel for what they gonna like, what they don't like. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's a bunch of women and at all let me tell you motherfuckers something, bro. At comedy shows it's nothing but women. Yeah. Eighty to ninety percent women. Where the fuck you niggas be at? I don't, I'm confused about that. It's never no shooting, no fighting, no nothing at comedy shows. Because the niggas ain't there. But it, right, because <laughs> the niggas ain't there. It's ain't nothing but women at comedy dressed shows. Y'all motherfuckers dressed up, pretty yeah. as fuck. I, I don't have the funny bone. Last week, I keep saying that shit, but it was nothing but women that showed up for Jay Wiley in our show. In oh. heels on a Wednesday looking good. Nick, niggas, come to the comedy show. That's where the ladies is at. On some real shit. But what was you saying? My bad. <laughs> I ain't got to say nothing else. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you know how long saying? can you eat off the same routine before you switch it up? He said, how long can I eat off the same routine? That's a great question because that fucking Steve Harvey answered that shit. <laughs> For real. Steve Harvey, when he said... And Steve Harvey ain't one of my favorite comedians. And he most definitely ain't one of the best kings of comedy, but he's smart. Right. right. Steve Harvey was doing the same, the same comedy set for $25 to 100000 to kings of comedy for millions. When people be like, he keep doing the same shit, the crowd don't hear you all the goddamn. The same crowd is never there. Mm -hmm. Why would I start doing new shit and I got bangers and uh, I'm talking and right now this this actually is, is bothering me because he actually brought up something I hate. When niggas <laughs> be like he doing the same jokes, motherfucker, I gotta do the same jokes because they bangers. I cannot do a joke one time and nobody else hear it. That's like having some good dope and you sell it to one person, you don't sell it to nobody else. That don't make sense. Work. <laughs> I always looked at it like you could do you can get away with it for like at least two to three months. Because if I'm doing a show in Columbus, and then when I get but to Cincinnati, I, I'm not going to switch it but up. You I'm going to do the same I, routine that I did right here. So how long does it, you can do that routine city to city, state to state, before you decide? I've been like, doing the same routine for the last year. But the good part about my routine, I have, I got a 70-minute set, meaning I got 10, I, I got seven different 10-minute sets. That I interchange. I keep bringing back and um, oh, that's dope. I take some in and take some out. Like the show I did last Wednesday was a banger. But when I do this show at the Funny Bone next month, I'm about to rearrange that shit. Yeah. It's going to be the same. the same spot. It's going to be the same. I'm going to have the same spot. But I'm about to do new and old jokes and then re and, and, and interchange that shit. Remix them. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever feel like you like, okay... I'm a comedian. I did this with music right here. Another comedian can be on. You know what I'm saying? People be all around you dying out laughing. you like, that's not funny at all. You know what I'm saying? Because you're funny. Right. You know what I'm saying? Musicians know garbage music when they hear it. Right. Real, like, right. Artists right. know like bullshit art. You know, that looks so real, but you know how to draw. And you be like, eh, the eyes are disproportionate and all that. That ain't not. You know what I'm saying? So do you hear? Because I hear people that I'm not, like, you're not, you're not funny at all. 
at all. Right. Hot tub time machine, machine guy, the black I, guy. Now, I, I, have, I have seen. <laughs> he's not he funny. He never said nothing funny. I have seen comedians that's not funny, but the crowd is laughing. Right. When that crowd is laughing, I'm with that comedian. Just because comedians won't admit it, man. We a family. At a show, I want you to do good because that makes the show do good. You know what I'm saying? So if the crowd laughing at your corny ass jokes that I don't think funny, I'm going to laugh too. Yeah. I'm going to clap too. But I'm going to say to myself, that shit was whack. And you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, 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 right. <sighs> but I'm ho- I want every comedian to do good at a show because I mean, especially if I'm in that motherfucking show because I want that show to be smooth and right. shit. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. So what well, y'all was talking about... Uh, well, always today, my material. I'm always working on my material, when I, on my comedy shit. You know what I'm saying? So I've been telling my daughter lately. She be like, she her timing is crazy. Oh, wait, wait, you try comedy too? Just in my life, like <laughs> I, ain't, you know, I ain't trying to take it on the road. Who knows? Hey, who knows, what I bro? Do, but who I'm knows? Not, but I just in my regular everyday shit. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so right, right. My daughter funny as hell, right? And I'll be like, and she do comedy shit, like, but it ain't she trying to do comedy, but right. it just seemed like she be working on her material because shit be like funny. It just it's just some shit. I was like, I see you've been working on your material. <laughs> <laughs> but when you bring that and you raise your kids with that, that comedy thing the, right here. Fault, that's the, y'all bond said, better. That shit going y'all become better right. like friends. Like like this weekend, my daughter got in a, uh, somebody hit her car. They ran a stop sign and hit her car. Right, right. Right. So um, they stopped, you know what I'm saying? And they look at each other. She said, the person over there, they, look, they was young. They were looking all shocked, like, what do I do? So Kai was like, I said, so w- w- did you get the information? She said, no. I put it in gear and I pulled off because I ain't got my license. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I said, I said, that's how that shit start. I said, you're going to wake up tomorrow, a whole hood rat. You're going to have See, that's a, that's a joke, bro. You know what I'm that's a joke. That's a so, joke. I swear to God. That's a joke. So then she calls me the next day. Like, and she, you know how somebody nigga um, fix it? I said, you had to get something pulled out of the junkyard. Don't we try to get nothing new in this right here? So next time she calls me, she had the junkyard. She said, you know, they they found one, but they said we got to take it apart ourselves. Um, You got any screwdrivers? I said, See, 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 screwdrivers. Dumb jokes, bro. Yeah. Like, you can use that. I mean, she actually literally sent me the all day, man. He hilarious. Door. And she said, now I'm going to need a mechanic. I said, nigga, listen, right here. I said, look around you. Point. Everybody out there is a mechanic. Every single body is out there for So they did it for it for $20. <laughs> oh, because she was at the junkyard. You said I was at work. Yeah, I was at work. They kept calling me and shit. <laughs> but you got that type of a relationship with your kids. With this. Oh, shit. Oh, that's funny. Listen, I, when I came from um, my show last week, I woke my son up like 3 o'clock in the morning. He was confused like a motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, bro, I just killed the funny bone. He like, okay, motherfucker. He didn't say that, but he had that look. Right, right. But I told him right then and there, I can't wait till you like at least 16. I'm about to get you in the clubs. You about to see this shit. Because I want him to be a comedian. Right. My son funny. He got he got a nice sense of... Um, he could be big too, man. I see. Like, uh, yeah, bro. He getting big, he bro. Be big, <laughs> but he, uh, he got a nice sense of humor. And I want my son to get into comedy, bro. So I want my son to find his... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Somebody T-bought her. She did that. They did her. I know. They did her. They ran the stop sign. Damn. But Motherfucker nah. hit me before, nigga, and I, uh, I, ain't, I ain't had no license, but they hit my car. I called the motherfucker whose name he was in, like, 
talk to them people, the insurance people. <laughs> yeah, I don't whoop my kids. I I clown the fuck out you. I'm not gonna. You ain't gonna hurt my feelings, and I'm gonna get mad at all. I got so many stories like Tim. You say you clown your kids? I sure do. You know, I, I don't know what it is, but can you look at this? No, I ain't looking down here. Dude, you, you can just explain to me what's going on right here. So it's like it's an irritation down here and all that. I said, we're going to get you looked at, right? So we at the hospital and stuff. So um, I'm about to check him in. Oh, you want to dat motherfuckers over your homies and shit that you see over there? Like, um, Yes, I'm here with um, Timothy Curry, and we're trying to find out this burning sensation that's going on in the crotch area it's just really tim yeah, yeah no him tim come over here and explain it over that burning sensation that you have this is how I, I will put you on the spot so you can't get me mad at you ever as a kid and shit see that's comedy bro you need to be oh, writing that shit down God. no it's all in my head you got a million it's in my head like my thing is I'm gonna do something at Barrick Recreation Center you know saying from Lincoln Park I ain't writing shit down cause everybody here I know you <laughs> and there's some shit that we have in common real stories and shit bring you at the cross so Jay, Jay Dub bro what's easier music or comedy oh comedy is much easier because I, you know what's funny? I'm going to speak for a nigga. Like, I used to be a rapper, right? But I wasn't one of those serious rappers. It was some shit for fun. But like, my, I got a friend named Jay Brock. Y'all know Jay Brock? Hey. Jay Brock? He a, he a uh, um, rapper. He was a rapper, not a comedian. Okay. And he talks about how easy... Because when you're a rapper, you got to put on this persona. Right. You got to be tough. You got to be gun-toting, drug-selling, all that bullshit. And he let me know. Because he, he seen me... He, he, was, he used to be in my shows. He mm -hmm. saw me start doing comedy. After three years, he was like, man, I want to do what you're doing. But he let me know, like, man, being a, com being a comedian is so much easier. You know, you just, it's number of women at your shows. There ain't a bunch of niggas there. Tripping, at, acting up fucking At the food. rap show. Who at the rap shows? Niggas. 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 they done brought all their entourage. Right, they brought all they, they ready, Right, they ready to start some bullshit. Yep. But, my, uh, but the comedy shows, there's number of women there. 80 to 90% women, bro. I think Corey Holcomb was talking about that. Corey Holcomb come here too. I gotta go see him. He, bro. I seen him on the Ghetto Boys. He was talking to the Ghetto Boys. They had a ball on there. They was kicking it. And, um, and he was just talking about how the way he do comedy, how he be talking shit about women and going hard on women. He was like, "Them be the ones at the show, though." Yeah, that's he what I'm saying. The say. women are the ones at the show, L listening like, "Oh, bitch!" <laughs> like they know it. I'm talking about their ass. They want to hear me talk about their ass. Right. He said they be in there tripping. He said his homeboys be like, nah, man, I can't can't bring her to your show, man. He said, I might unwrap all that shit. You know, I don't see how you did the front row. Head. Bro, I with the show I just did, I had a 20, I did like an 18-minute set. And um nine minutes, I'm talking to the ladies. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm fucking with them, telling them how crazy they are, the mm -hmm. shit they do. You know Free what I'm saying? Freestyling. And Like and a then sometimes that's it's like a rapper. You freestyle. Hey, if you going on a date, take your ladies to the comedy show. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to do number feed them drinks Be because they the got dude. Too. Listen, because the dude, as a dude, all you got to do is feed them drinks, and the dude on stage gonna make them laugh. <laughs> do you know when they laugh? That laugh make their clitoris vibrate. Yeah. So a lot of shit's being done for you, and all you're doing is feeding them drinks and food. Yeah. And you ain't got to talk. <laughs> I swear to God. Hey, when you said, I was going to say, about, yeah, I done been on a couple of dates up there. At the Funny like, Bone, you ain't got to talk. I took all my dates to the Funny Bone. I've been shit. taking you too to the tall Funny to Bone. Send the so I don't know bro. if I was the girl. That girl thought I was... 
I heard you say you sat in the front row all the time. You I want to be in the front row. I want that action. But that knee, that stage is the stage and the chair. Your knee is stops right there. Like that is the most. You can't. You can't do that for that long. Well, I want to be. Man. I want to be in the front row. I want that action. I want to talk. I want to see everything, bro. I want them to talk shit to me. They can. They can. Be, they can even get off on me. I just want that action. Yeah. That's how I knew I was supposed to. I want be them there. to scoot that table back. Son. <laughs> you some room and shit. <laughs> that fucker nigga knees <laughs> up, and then you looking up like this. Oh shit. We do got a. We still got another bill to pay, though. We about to pay a bill. Hmm. Two bills. Life should be relaxing, but it's not. Sometimes we have to create our own enjoyment with many different creme velour flavors, such as blackberry plum, strawberry rose, peach, and pomegranate. Mango. Also, don't forget lemon, lemon haze and berry beautiful. Relax, kick your feet up, and enjoy the taste. Creme Velour, draped Imperial Grapes. Creme Velour, my lord! I'm thinking of a challenge. You say that whole thing, and then somebody else is on TikTok or whatever, because you do the voice, and then they got to have a sexy face to go with it. That'd be dope. Yeah, like when a he was doing, I'll be trying to have this. Word. Pause for the cause. But the and we back popping at back. the Rawway Show podcast with Rawway and Paul Clark and my nigga comedian Jay Wiley. Not to cut you off real quick. Thrax said, "Tell Raw, I need a verse too." <laughs> I still got him, bro. He said he still got you, bro. Hit my, hit my, hit me up. Hit my um, messenger of six zero four. Hey, what Thrax? What, what Thrax famous for? I remember um, I'm ferocious. You remember that shit back in the day? I'm ferocious. Tell him he can get whatever he needs from hey, me on that hip hop side. That ferocious shit. He got you, bro. Yeah. What are viewers talking about over there sideways? They going through. I. My phone was, wasn't going up when I turned it. I don't know if it's because I pushed the button on That it. cricket phone right but there. I ain't not. never seen that before. Nah, they on there. Sideways. Yeah, it's sideways. That cricket phone. Nah, yeah. that ain't a cricket, boy. Don't get it. Say it right there on the side, right there. This is a cricket. <laughs> right, right there. there. Yeah. It's, it's making a noise, too. Yeah. Somebody's phone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's all good. You know, life is what it is, and it is what say it was. Fuck you, Paul. They say, fuck Paul, you, Paul. Fuck you, Paul. So we got a little bit of game in it. You know, we got this called Raw's Rapid 10. And, uh, you know, just uh, when I say uh, a quick question, you know, first thing to come to your mind. Quick question, first thing to come to my mind? Yes. Dun, 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 dun. So I just made the music up right now. Was that dope? He just stole it from some other game I did. show. Did <laughs> one. Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Richard Pryor, he's God. Eddie Murphy is Jesus. <laughs> this is slow. I thought it was rapid. 
<laughs> the title. I was giving him a chance. I take a deep breath and everything. Yeah. You gotta take a deep breath on that. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be fast like red green. <laughs> right. Just that. Just but that. rapid as it can be. Yeah. Put it like that. <laughs> Clear eyes. Rapid eyes. as we can be. <laughs> you come back here. Okay, start over. Real quick. Go. Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy. I'm gonna say Richard Pryor because he's the god of um Comedy and Richard Pryor. No, Eddie Murphy is Jesus. That's the way I see it. Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence. I'm going to say Eddie Murphy because uh, Eddie Murphy is... Um, Jesus. No, he ain't Jesus, <laughs> but he might be David. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but yeah, um, Eddie Murphy. Kevin Hart or Dave Chappelle? Oh, Dave Chappelle, he the GOAT. Dave Chappelle or Richard Pryor? Oh, that's God versus God. That's Thor versus Thor. You feel me? His pop. Thor versus Thanos. His pop. Yeah. Richard he, Pryor though, because he because because Eddie Murphy got whatever he got from that nigga. Right. But I said Dave Chappelle. Oh, you said Dave Chappelle. Oh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I gotta go with Dave Chappelle. I'm sorry. Who's your goat? You know what's crazy? My goat was Eddie Murphy. I mean, I'm sorry, um, Richard Pryor until. The last four years of Dave Chappelle on Netflix, mm -hmm. speaking for us real niggas mm -hmm. against all that bullshit. The world I don't, you. The, all, you know the fuck he did. Yeah. He fought against it. Dave spoke for us. People want to admit that shit. Dave spoke for the real motherfuckers. He did. And didn't get banned for it. A black man didn't get banned. And they tried. And they tried it. The Netflix said, nope. When Netflix stood by Dave, that was powerful. That was yeah. powerful, nigga. And he down there not even get off the question. And, and he a nigga. You can't point a finger at Dave for nothing because no matter what you say, you can't say he homophobic. You can't nope. because he ain't his closest person is gay. You know, oh, he, he don't like Asian. My wife is Asian. You know right. what I'm saying? You can't say and nothing because he's close for years. with everything. Everybody. Everybody. I remember Dave Everybody. way before all this shit like on Tool Time with uh, on, um. Tim, what's the name show and all that shit? Like I remember, he, he he started out like I would always see him around white motherfuckers, like, and he was good then, but he was talking about black shit then. We like, told our story the way that y'all can understand. Money Barnes, you right? He just real. Yeah, he dope. All right, white liquor or dark liquor? Dark liquor. I'm drinking white liquor now because I'm mixing, which is crazy because all that Bentley syrup has some peach crown. And I'm with my dudes right now. I done had some, um, what said, I got? Said, uh, Don Julio. Don Julio. So whatever lady I see tonight, I feel it, it might be a good thing or a bad thing. I might not know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> White women or black women? Why are you going to do me like that? And then right now the black women like, why the fuck he taking so long to answer? I like pussy. And it's pink. Everybody pink on the inside. But no, I love them black women. I do. My mama black. You know what I'm saying? I love black women. I got to say that. I love them. I would but I'll say. fuck a white woman. Y'all know that. I was married to one. Come on, let's stop okay. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but my baby mama black. You know what I'm saying? I go back and forth. You know, I don't discriminate, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Because it's all nice. It's all pink on the inside. All pink. If you were given a chance to go on a on a big comedy tour, but wasn't going to be paid, would you still do it? 
A big comedy, a big comedy tour. But you wasn't gonna be paid. But I wouldn't be paid. Would I still do it? And why? Hell yeah! If it's a big comedy tour, I mean, I'm about to get exposure. And in this new paid. world, this new fucking world of exposure, this new world is about exposure. Why do you think? Why do you think bitches is half naked when they go outside to the grocery store? It's you know about what exposure. You learn? And how much I would learn? Yeah, you got a great right ass there. point. The the key to anything, the most valuable thing to anything is what you learn from it. Not even what you got financially, because what you learn from it can benefit you financially later. And even if you hear Kevin Hart somewhere cussing on the phone to somebody and shit because his agent is doing this and this and this, and the industry fuck you just hearing that and then he gonna talk to you about it. This is what you look out for, right? That these snake ass mother, it's snakes everywhere. I, I I like what you said because you got to respect the dudes in front of you. Like, I made a post the other day. I gave Dick Dickerson, Rhoda Rillis, a couple other comedians a shout out. That when I first got in the game, they um they taught me. They told me what to do, what not to do. That's my guy, Rhoda Rillis. What's up, bro? Oh, Rhoda Rillis, the Rillis. That's my guy. That's hey. He was listen. This is how I knew I made it. Forget the TK Kirkland and shit. I knew I made it because Rhoda Rillis is my um. My feature act when I was the headliner last week. <laughs> Where? You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know how many times he's been a headliner and I was the feature act or I was just on the show, happy to be there? I was on the show with Ro, nigga. I was a headliner. I was trying to go with Ro. Uh, we were supposed to go to uh, Lima Ro should one be a time. star by now. Yeah, we were supposed to be going to Lima one time. Uh, I was going to go with him, follow him to the show and shit. I was going to go with him, like go with him on in the car with him or whatever vehicle with him. Right. But it didn't get to happen. But that's my guy. Big up, bro. So shit. Browns or Bengals? <laughs> what makes me laugh at this? <laughs> I wish I had more viewers right now because the Browns fans hate me. I'm from Cleveland, and I'm only a Browns fan when they fucking winning, <laughs> motherfuckers. We don't need you because I'm free. <laughs> I'm not a slave. You're not gonna hurt my fucking feelings. I'm 48. People hurt my feelings for 40 fucking years. I'm glad he fucking brought this. Up. I'm about to go on a rant real quick. Seriously. Go ahead. I'm about to go on a rant. Okay. I was a dedicated Browns fan. Okay. Did y'all see the loss they had to the Jets the other day? That was yeah. Two weeks ago. They was up by 13 with two minutes left in the game. Okay. 2002 is when I stopped being a Browns fan. You know why? Same fucking scenario. They play Chicago Bears. Jay Cutler is the quarterback. Derek Alexander is our quarterback. We're up by 14 with two minutes to go. Yeah. I go get in the shower and post on social media. The Browns has won. <laughs> Good night, motherfuckers. You did a bow well. <laughs> I go take a shower for 10 minutes. Oh, it was only two minutes left, but I took it. Remember this. I took a shower for 10 minutes. It was two minutes left, you motherfuckers. Two minutes. I took a shower for 10. Oh, when I get out the shower, the game is still on. I'm in my fucking towel. I walk to the living room, and I'm like, why the game still on? Why do I still hear them saying that Cleveland Browns when I've been in the shower for 10 minutes? That was a long-ass commercial. When I get in my living room, I took a deep breath just now because I just fucking felt that. When I walk in my fucking living room, Jay Cutler, no, Derek Alexander threw a fucking interception, a pick six for a touchdown. 
and we lost 21-14, and we were up by 14 with two minutes left. I dropped to the ground with my towel on, bucket fucking naked, and cried like a bitch. That was the last time I was a Browns fan. <laughs> Ever since then, I say, fuck the Browns. I'm only going to cheer for them when they win. Period. I'm supposed to literally be 90 because I was a Browns fan. I'm going to die at 60, you motherfuckers. The stress is ridiculous. And I'm serious right now. <laughs> I'm so that's, serious. I got my hands that's clutching counseling. They hurt you bad, brother. That's, that's counseling. therapy yeah. right now. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. God damn, we all, we got to hear me. I'm not done. Time out. I'm sorry, real quick. Then they repeated that shit. They repeated that shit with the Jets. Up by 13. Listen, Brown fans, when he missed that field goal, the extra point to put y'all up by 14, real Brown fans knew we was going to lose that game. That's how I know I'm a Brown fan because I become Notre Dame. I don't know what the fuck they about to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> When we missed that extra point, y'all see that game when they pick against the Jets? I seen it. When they missed that extra fucking point, I said they're going to lose. And they fucking lost. I do the Browns, Bengals, and the Buckeyes. I just I, keep it all I'm right. definitely a Bengal. My I pop, I fuck myself. with the Bengals because of my pop. I got off my chest. Thanks for listening. Because me and my dad used to go to the Bengals games and shit. Watch the Bengals and shit. They'd be like, I'd be like, Dad. Y'all went to the Super they Bowl They about to lose. Fuck that. Y'all went to the Super Bowl last year. We did. Out of nowhere. And they stat like I keep telling them, they stat still been what pretty good. Last year they was like moving. being a virgin in, in high school, and you fucked the baddest bitch on prime night out of nowhere. Like yeah. you didn't even go with her. She yeah. pulled you in the room and sucked you off in the bathroom. Yeah. What y'all did last That's year? That's kind of like high school. Was. What y'all did? <laughs> <laughs> prime night even. All right. What y'all did last year was ridiculous. <laughs> it was, and um, that's why I told them they still playing good. They just didn't make it happen, but they won today, the right? the though. They okay, looked good today, yeah, yeah. did they thing today, won today, and, you know, no I'm happy with it. It's a morale, it's morale booster. They knocked out Joe Glass. They, it, <laughs> <Jets>. <laughs> you knocked Joe Glass out. That's why I heard his Brown fan so bad. It's like, you got beat up by Joe Glass? Come on, now the Jets. Is, I hated the Jets every, 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 every since they had Chad Pennington. I, hate I ain't never even day. liked it. I never even knew who nobody was on the Jets. Or I was so racist shit. towards him. You fucking ginger. You called him ginger. That's what you said. I was racist. You called him ginger. None else I could come up with the anymore <laughs> what, he, what he was already doing and shit. He was wrong. All that red hair and shit. Die that shit. He played better. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all hear about the uh, the nursing, nursing home that. Uh, not nursing home. But yeah, the nursing home that brought. Strippers in for vets, for some veterans, to try to get them up and book, you know, up and moving around and shit. I didn't see it, but please arise out of them. Was it young strippers or was it strippers their age or whatever? Like I didn't, I didn't get to see the strippers. Young babies. Paperwork that you got to sign for that shit. They had strippers at a um, nursing home. Nursing home for veterans. For veterans. I'm going to let you know right now, all those veterans. They've been trying to kill you <laughs> With their dicks. If they shit can get up. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. If, if I'm, if I'm, I'm saluting. I'm definitely going to salute. Matter of fact, the idea that you have, what you just said, that's a great idea. It if is. I'm in a nursing home, I want strippers to come once a month. That would be dope. If I'm in a nursing home, I know when I get that age, I'm going to have money. Because now that, now that so you say it. I'm paying for that. That's part of the package. I want 
bitches. And these strippers come in at six thirty, right? Uh, <laughs> these strippers they, they come in at six thirty, right? You sleep at eight and shit, you know you go there. Sleep at eight thirty. Come early, okay? But the paperwork you gotta sign out the waivers. My nursing home, give me some bitches. Some young bitches. They're gonna be disgusting because I'm gonna be the lawsuit. I don't give a fuck. Oh shit. Yeah, the my 401k, Mr. Clark. I hate Mr. Clark. My 401k for my bitches, all right? <laughs> and, and right now, y'all touching your feelings. At my age, hold on. At my age, right now, I got 120,000 in my 401k. That's a lot of bitches. Mr. Wiley, y'all touching your feelings and shit. Oh, my God. Right. He got problems. Mr. Clark, me. Oh. <laughs> and that man keep calling himself wrong way. Right. <laughs> I went to school with your granddaughter. Right. Yeah. I know your auntie. Just like her. Just like her. Then you're a grumpy old man and shit like, bitch, anybody ask you to ask me about that bitch? Bitch, do your job. Give me another one. Give me This one ain't working. Get this bitch out of here. Why he got so much Viagra? He got all that Viagra. Y'all ain't got no Mexican Viagra like this. That's how I got that Viagra. I'm going to be sick in that shit. Ah, shit, y'all stupid. <laughs> oh, oh, he died on stupid. top of me. <laughs> <laughs> this is been Oh, Tiffany, I ain't gonna have no worms, god damn it. Oh, she said the worms. Ain't no worms in this That's what I'm saying. All the, all the chicks think a nigga a little older. He ain't nothing white. We all get right. old too, god damn it. If you don't get old, you That's dead, middle age. That's not old. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, come on now. I mean, nice. I'm going through a midlife crisis right now because all I want is cocaine and strippers. You know? <laughs> and I ain't never did cocaine. And I want a convertible. <laughs> but, oh, that, that, that party got to be, that'll be a crazy party. <laughs> Motherfucker, cocaine strippers. Cocaine strippers. And That's a part. Whiskey. And chlamydia pills. And chlamydia pills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. J Dub, J Wiley. My nigga, we My nigga Lonnie Barnes. We went to high school together twenty years ago, man. We ain't talked in thirty years. Love you like a brother, bro. We are happy that you came through the kick it with us today. We we are Ecstatic. Hey, this a legend right here, man. This is this the motherfucking legend Thank right you here. Bro. Broadway, Jordan, Broadway, Jordan. Thirteen Instagram. Or Broadway, just Google that nigga. Just Google that nigga. It's it's a story behind that. Yeah. My man right here. Yep, yep. Hey, hey, hey he's a raised. future comedian. He didn't even know. We about, we about to talk about this. <laughs> right, you know what to, I'm saying? Right we got a producer. There's always a black man behind the scenes Playboy. that don't get Ghost. the props. That don't get the props they should get. You know Ghost, without him, there's no us. No Jay Wiley, y'all. And we just want to show some love, man. And uh, you came to kick it with us, and we appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, sir. Yes. I was a diva tonight, too. I said, these niggas late. <laughs> Fuck these niggas. Let me go get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm back like a real nigga. Yeah, like it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Y'all be good. So this has been the Rawway Show Podcast with Rawway and Paul Clark and our special guest, Jay Wiley, comedian extraordinaire. Holla back at us. I'm sorry I um, said your name for you because I know you do your shit on your own. Who but, is this? But maybe we can pay a bill and then you can say goodbye. That'll work right there because I was looking for this one thing, but 
I got a taste with some greens. I want something different. I mean, some chicken from Marfamous Kitchen when they know ingredients miss and listen. I want a brisket. brisket. I want my cornbread this thick. This Pick up thick. the phone, come get this. Come get they got this. the biggest sandwiches. Ha ha. Thank you, little Jesus. Jesus. Is that macaroni and cheese up? Is that, that macaroni and cheese up? Is that macaroni and cheese up? Yup, yup, yup. Our famous kitchen. Holler at us. We got you. Yeah. 614-556-2174. Life should be relaxing, but it's not. Sometimes we have to create our own enjoyment with many different creme velour flavors, such as blackberry plum, strawberry rose, peach, and pomegranate mango. Also, don't forget lemon haze and berry beautiful. Kick up your feet and relax. Enjoy the taste. Creme velour, draped imperial grape. Queer Valor, my lord. And this is your boy, Rawway, a.k.a. the big homie. And Paul Clark, that born and raised Lincoln Parker. And the homeboy. Jay Wiley. Appreciate y'all. And my nigga from behind the camera, Playboy the Ghost. Yep. We out this bitch. See y'all next time.